Hi listeners, welcome to BL Podcast. I'm your host Anjana. This is the final episode of the series where we discuss the economics of football transfers. If you are a football fan, the transfer window is always exciting. And whenever a transfer window opens, we can see the movement of our favorite players from one club to another. And we have also witnessed recently that some of the phenomenal players including Lionel Messi moving to Inter Miami and Cristiano moving to Al Nasser, Neymar moving to Al Hilal. I think the scenario was not really different when it comes to Indian Super League as well because we witnessed the movement of Kerala Blasters fan favorite player Sahal Abdul Samad moving to Mohan Bagan Super Giants and Edubedia moving to Gogulam Kerala which is an I League club from FC Goa. Why are the transfers of players a huge deal? and what actually goes into the business of football transfers in the first two episodes of this series i spoke to sardak mondel sports economics lecturer university of portsmouth and anand wardhan performance analyst with under 17 indian football women's team to get an overall understanding of finances and football transfers so here is the final episode of this series where i speak to shivaditya bose So now here is the final episode. I speak to Shivaditya Bose, co-founder Vibrant Sports Group, to know how do agents negotiate for their players with clubs and what are the thought process of players while signing for a new club. Listen in. What is the process of a football transfer? From agent's perspective, our season starts let's say in feb end or uh, march end and that is when you know we have a kind of a consolidated roster roster meaning a list of players we have at the moment and we send it across to clubs all the clubs that are in ISL I league and so on we send it across to them and then post that we kind of understand the type of requirements they might be having you know we also we also watch football ISL regularly right so we kind of know that okay you know this team would probably require a right back or this team would probably require a winger things like that so we have an idea of you know where to place players and where i mean the type of players they might need so accordingly you know we send them a roster uh, it is also very evident that you know we might not get interest from a club immediately so we have to push to a club in our own manner you know we in in fact this season we kind of made a dossier on a certain player who we thought would be doing very well at Kerala Blasters for that matter and you know over there we made we had stats as to you know why this player is fitting we took uh, stats from instat and vice card we made a video out of it and things like that so just to prove to the club that okay this player is worthy of your team uh that is of the first part of it the second part of it is when we get interest from a club now once we get interest from a club they usually ask us you know what are the salary expectations so then from there we go on talk to the player regarding his goals uh, you know a player a young player might not have a lot of salary expectations but might might be looking for game time whereas a senior player might be looking for more money because they are at the latter end of their career you know 27 28 29 uh, it's kind of their own livelihood so you know we got to kind of consider consider all of those things so after talking to the player we then go ahead let the player let the team know in fact that okay these guys are expecting a two year contract xyz uh you know deal value and from there on the negotiations begin now a club 
a club might say that you know what our budget is 10 lakhs a season only now a player might want okay no but i want 21 right so there's a huge disparity when it comes to that right so how do we how do we settle that down we kind of try to make the player understand that okay listen you want to go there it's a very good team for instance if you're going to a team like mohan bagan super giants right you have to understand that you know they are a, one of the best teams in india playing there obviously improves your uh, you know your brand value for that matter so you know things like that have to be considered and then accordingly you know uh, we keep negotiating there's when it comes to in fact younger players there's something called training compensation as well so training compensation it's an aff mandate uh, isl clubs have to pay, pay a lot of money approximately 1.5 lakhs a season to be able to you know get that player in for training compensation so we take that into matter uh, kind of make a consolidated financial uh, you know uh, just document where we feel that okay these these are the these are the bonuses involved these are the salaries involved these these are the facilities that would be provided these are the term sheet and things like that now once that is in we then get once we've reached an agreement the players agreed the clubs agreed then we kind of reached an agreement that is what you call reaching to an agreement now from there on we then get a first draft from the club the first draft you know it has a lot of clauses a lot of important clauses such as exclusive exclusive negotiating clause permanent injury clause you know notice periods and things like that now then we have a set of lawyers who sit down round the clock with us uh, you know we review contracts saying that okay no uh, exclusive exclusive negotiating clause should be of 6 months which means that a player can sign uh, start looking for clubs 6 months prior to the ending of their contract so if the contract is ending on may 31st then the player can start looking at new clubs around december so we kind of negotiate that you know uh, there are, again as i said other clause other clauses are also involved so once we once we kind of sat with the lawyers we make a list of clauses that need to be changed and then also those clauses also need to be negotiated with the club now if a club might not want a 3 month uh, notice period for permanent injury a club might want only a 2 month exclusive negotiating clause so once we reached an agreement for that post that you know uh, the club sends us the final final uh, contract after which we send kind of do the player signature digitally then we get the counter signature from the club that is when you can consider a deal to be done now there's no way a club can go back there's no way we can go back from this now even if we get another better opportunity there's no way we can we can go back because it's a binding contract post that now uh, there's something called this uh, crs which is centralized registration system where all the players everything is kind of recorded by the aff now the club starts the procedure of registering the player from towards their team and for that you know we need the nocs from the document you know getting nocs can also be a, a pain from the previous club because there's always some delay because since i mean the player is not part of their team anymore teams tend to you know just kind of relax on that end so we kind of get the noc from there once the player is registered that is when you can consider the process of a football transfer to be complete absolutely
so whenever there is there is certain sort of transfer that takes place there are a lot of discussions like this is a good deal that's a good deal this is a great transfer mm-hmm. so when do you call something as a great transfer like a good transfer deal perfect that's a that's a very good question so um i like to take an example of one of my my players lifestyle johnson singh he is a former bfc player he's i think just 21 right now uh, i think he's 20 right now if i'm not wrong yeah he's 20 right now uh, you know he recently joined gokulam kerala which is an i league second division team now that is uh, i league i league team sorry not i league second division team and that is one of the deals i'm extremely proud of uh you know there are a lot of facets involved in this entire deal why it should be a good deal firstly the situation was with johnson that he was in manipur right and as you know a lot of things were going on in manipur so you have to understand the players the desperation the player might have his, his he doesn't have a place to stay you know he does not have uh you know his family is kind of uh, all around trying to get shelter and between that you're trying to get something done and then trying to help the player i think that is uh you know that helped i mean that adds a lot to the good deal but other than that also you know he was part of chennai fc earlier because of which a lot of trans uh, training compensation was involved in it so we had to in a way convince the club that in financially as well that okay if you're spending 3 lakhs on training compensation right now and if you're if you're signing the player for three more years then at that time it financially makes sense for you because you will be earning 4.5 or 5 lakhs eventually right so you have to convince the club that why is it a financially liable uh decision for them there's no doubt the player might be good but you have they need to know why the player you know they need to invest in a player what are they getting out of it you have to understand that these clubs are at the end of the day businesses they also want to make money out of it right they have to be sustainable on their own so that is oh, one of the biggest you know the deals i'm very proud of because again training compensation was all the salary was decent not the best but the salary was decent enough to run run a family and things like that so that is when i feel i made a good transfer deal now a good transfer deal might mean something else to other people as well you know they it mean can mean that okay a player is getting uh 10 lakhs 10 lakhs a season i'm getting good training i'm getting good agency commission that is there but however this was one particular deal that made me really really happy because we worked a lot towards this entire deal went on for i would say uh two months for that matter so that this is something i'm very very proud of and made, it was a very good uh, transfer deal so recently when so, uh sahal you know he moved to mohan bagan super giants and you know pritham came into kerala blasters there were a lot of uh, hues and cries about this and some of them called it as not a great deal but you know some of the experts said that it's a great deal and so how do you look at that how do you look at transfers like that uh i feel it's a very very good deal because again it if it's a good deal if you look at it from a kerala blasters uh fans point of view or if you look at it from mohan bagan super giants point of view but from my opinion neutral standpoint good deal uh kerala blasters desperately desperately uh you know needed a let's just say a right back because a lot of their senior players had left you know a lot of their senior players have left which is 
which is very unfortunate. But again, they were obviously Jessel looking for better opp- opportunities. Jessel left. Nishu is on loan to East Bengal. So, uh, you know, all of these guys left. And you needed a leader at the back. And with Pritam Kotal, you get a solid leader. You get a solid right back and a center back. So I feel it's a very good deal. Okay, fine. The only thing I would probably have changed was not given, uh, let's say, mm, 90 lakhs for him because 90 lakhs is a huge value. Uh, you know, but uh, even then, even then, you know, it is it is something that a lot of a lot of fans would disagree upon. But ninety lakhs is the type of evaluation that's going around. If you look at the Anero Thapa transfer as well, that was, if I'm not wrong, one crore or two crore, right? So if you look at it from that perspective, it's not the biggest transfer 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 fee. Now, if I talk about Sahal going to uh, Mohan Bagan, now you have to understand. And from my perspective, Sahil wasn't being used in the best manner at Kerala Blasters. He is more, he was, you know, trying to play more of a winger while he's more of a, you know, attacking midfielder in the national team. So if Mohan Bagan Super Giants can properly use him as an attacking midfielder, then I think it makes more sense. And also from a, if I was Sahil's agent, I would have taken this opportunity. Because, you know, he's been at Kerala for so long, so, so long. And it also, uh, you have to understand, at the end of the day, wherever his legions might lie, uh, you need to win something. You need to be, I know, it it it, it might hurt a lot of Kerala Blasters fans, but you need to win something you need. And maybe just to win something, you need that change of environment, right? So just to get to that, I think it was, it was important for Sahal to also kind of... Uh, do that transfer and you never know you know uh, maybe there was an extension offer for Sahil uh, or maybe Kerala Blasters had given an opinion that we want to sell you instead of letting you go for free because what's the what's the profit what's the profit for them then so all of these things involved I think it's a pretty good deal and uh, yeah good job at the agents I must say so uh, I think the next question is something that you can answer where what goes into the thought process of a player while choosing a club? And also, how does a club choose a player? Again, as I said earlier, it depends on the player. right? A perfect example would be uh, one of my players, Nitesh Darji. You know, he's currently part of Punjab FC. Uh, recently signed a three-year deal there. And we had offers for him from Mohan Bagan Super Giants. We had offers for him from other clubs as well. Now, what matters over here is where he's the, he's most comfortable at. Now, fortunately, I would say very fortunately, Nitesh and uh, Vergitis, who is the currently the uh, coach of uh, Punjab FC, they you know they have in a way, I mean they've been in contact. Also, the fact that Vergitis, coach Vergitis had uh, Nitesh play, they had in. And Nitesh had, in fact, played against around the day. So, you know, they through this, you kind of already have a background as to the player you're, you're going to get. You know, there's no surprises involved. You're getting a short, short, hard-working left-back who can also play as a left-wing back and so on. So, that way, we were also very comfortable, in a way, sending Nitesh to uh, Punjab FC. Why? Because we knew the coach would be taken, the coach would take care of the player you know, he would develop a bit more because right now he was, what, 19 or 20 again. And 
he has a lot of years to play in, in front of him so instead of actually you know going in because of the money and you know sitting on the bench because monbagan super giants is never going to play him in the first 11 in isl you have to understand you know there are so many players that are much more senior to him much more i would say in the current manner much better to him as well they're part of senior team i wouldn't say that you know nitesh since he's my player he's the best of the best left backs fine he's very good but he has to develop a lot so we were looking for a place where he can develop more instead of getting that money so that way that is one factor that we took into place for placing nitesh at uh, punjab fc but for instance if i talk about um anirudhapa's deal for that matter no anirudhapa is you know he's he's at his peak that's one but he only has few years of football left him let's say he's going to play for 10 10 more years max right so uh, looking at looking at it from that perspective you want to make a good deal as well out of anirudhapa right why would you want to keep him at chennai fc for so long where you know that okay they may not have the best amount you know they can't do as well as mohan bagan super giants financially so if you are getting a better prospect and you know he's going to get game time you know you know the sense of respect is there for him you know that he's you know uh, he's going to be one of the captains of the team right so you would obviously want to place him there and also think about it this way mohan bagan super giants is a team that is uh playing going to play in afc soon so all of those things are also have to be considered if you are going at a more international stage what does that mean so these are the few factors that are involved i would say in selecting uh selecting a player or selecting a team for the player now if i talk about it from a vice versa point of view uh, uh clubs look at the players last season right if you are as good as your last season now if you are if you are ve- doing very well in the you know three seasons back but right in the in the last season you only played 5 minutes or 10 minutes in isl fine they might look at you but you're not as worthy to someone if you've played let's say 1000 or 2000 plus minutes and you've done well in i league so you're as good as your last season so all of those things have have to be considered you have to consider the type of salary expectations the a player has you know uh, someone a very very a team which has does not have a lot of budget they cannot spend 70 to 50 lakhs a season for one player they'd rather split that among multiple players who can replace that one player in a certain position right so it's it's basically about seeing how you can fix that puzzle if you need one big puzzle or if you need small, smaller you know multiple smaller puzzles to kind of be able to compensate for that one big gap that's there in your team so these things have to be considered also i feel um, a lot of the times the players of the field uh, you know personality matters right how the player is of the field is he training is he you know taking care of his fitness is he is he too much into the lim- limelight you know right i've i've worked with players unfortunately who've kind of been sucked into that limelight and you know kind of gotten hayward in their own journeys unfortunately because of which i had to stop working with them because at the end of the day what they're doing also represents what i'm doing 
right so if they do something it's kind of a problem problematic for me as well so players clubs look at how they are off the field as well how humble they are how much of hard work how much hard work they do, do they do so multiple things are required mul- multiple data points are assessed and only then you are actually uh, you know selected to be a part of a certain team I'm a journalist and I have certain yeah. expectation about, you know, my my salary when I join a particular organization. Similarly, yeah. what is the kind, how does a player fix an expectation, like salary expectation for himself? Okay. So, two facets involved. Um, where you've played previously, how you've played in the previous year, and your stature in the market right now. right so if you're a senior player who is done played in the isl uh you know okay maybe you're 31 32 maybe you're not as good in the isl anymore but you want to get down to still play get down to i, I league now a player like that won't go away for 50 50 60000 they would need at least 70 to 80000 one lakh a season to actually even consider those things right on the other hand if a player who a young player who has had a very good season but does not have a lot of background just been been through academies and all then you can you know we also have to in a way mentor the players to say boss you're kind of you know getting too far ahead slow down you know you will have those opportunities later but right now what's more important for you is the game time so that is accordingly they kind of reduce their uh salary in 1000 a month uh things like that and if a player who's you know kind of played in the ISL uh you know just wants to get ahead in into ISL just get a team it's kind of for their own survival uh you know i would say ISL is a place which is i i call the survival of the fittest and the best right so if you're not good enough then you will have to you know kind of go lower 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 so they would also have to compensate on that manner see if they they need to be self aware if their performance is good only then they can get higher salaries if their performance isn't good then they would have to reduce their salary expectations to meet with the club's agenda and then meet them in the middle to be able to get to a club because it's also about you have to understand it's uh, they need to fend for themselves for the coming season now if they have an exorbitant a uh, salary expectation which none of the teams can fill at the end of the day they'll be f- they'll, they'll be left without a team next season so that's in fact the worse than you know not playing at all and and in fact playing with a lower salary so all of these things have to be considered from a agent's perspective as well i know the type of uh, salaries each of these teams can pay isl is xyz value i league is slightly lower and i know the type i know the type of salaries but the type of contracts they give as well because i've been working in this industry for few years now so it kind of know what they what their next step is going to be so accordingly if i feel that already this team is good for this player then i have to it's my job to kind of get their salary expectations down make them understand and then they can you know think about it in their own way but obviously but i can only do what i feel is kind of involved in kind of setting their own i would say rating in the hierarchy of the indian football system um 
this question might be a little uh, off the track but uh, i think uh, recently we have seen a lot of like international transfers like where uh, you know cristiano moved to not altogether different country and we saw uh, to messi move to inter miami and all that and neymar recently al hilal and all so why does this happen do you think it's just all about money see you have to understand that these guys are at the end of their not end of their career but the latter part of their career now right and if for instance i actually have kind of had few notes over here for instance neymar is on, is going to be earning let's say i mean these are all reported contract values but neymar is going to earn 400 million ronaldo is earning 315 million messi is earning 60 60 million a year but with uh, ownership in adidas with ownership i mean stakeholder in adidas stakeholder in apple tv also a bit of stakeholder i think a certain team in mls right so absolute uh, amount of money these guys are you know the clubs are spending on him i wouldn't say anybody uh, you know would deny this but also the other facilities that are involved i mean neymar he's he he's gotten an aston martin a lamborghini a 25 a room house a private house he has two choppers he has a private plane that can take him anywhere anytime anywhere right so having those facilities and at that age where you're almost going to you know in the next 7 8 years we might not see neymar so he's kind of preparing himself for that you know have enough money in the bank to be able to sustain himself for the rest of his life and kind of uh live his entire live with the same lifestyle he had uh if i talk about ronaldo's deal you know uh saudi made a lot of changes in their own laws to be able to accommodate for ronaldo's ronaldo and ronaldo's family you know that if if team is going to that lengths to get him it is something that you cannot refuse in a way because that is that is when you know that a team will do every single thing in their hands to get the player to treat them well till the time ronaldo is scoring goals right so all of those things are involved as well so it is it is very important to take these things into consideration on the other hand if i talk about mbappe right he also had a 300 million dollar a 300 million dollar deal from i think one of the saudi clubs but why did he reject it because man's just 22 he can earn he has to make a, he has to make his name he has to be of that stature of ronaldo and messi and and even neymar to be able to ask for those things you know if let's say he went from psg to some saudi team he's not he's in fact lowering his i would say his uh playing level to for money and considering what psg is paying him at the age of 22 23 he does not need that money right now so again at at what stage of the career you're at how much a club might want you how much um what facilities they can provide you and basically how happy you can be in that in that certain country it all matters to that thank you shivaditya for joining with us today listeners with that we have come to the end of this mini series 
I hope you had a great time listening to us and understanding different angles of a football transfer. We'll be back with much more informative podcasts. Till then, this is your host Anjana signing off.